Hello and welcome to the Drink In Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. The only thing that's in this movie from the original is B.D. Wong. Did you know that? And the Dilophosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> the only, the only actual thing. The only Human? actual thing. Yeah. So we don't ever see like an act, like a jeep from the original. The jeep and the night goggles. Yeah, the jeep mm-hmm. and the night goggles. Uh, yep, yep, those yeah. are in there. Mm-hmm. That's why I said human or person. Jeep. Okay, okay. Not all persons. Speaking of that jeep, Chris Pat was in the original. <laughs> <laughs> Jeep number. Well, he might have been. Yeah, uh, there is a rumor. His, his uh, name was Timmy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the other kid from the. the, the yeah, we'll get there. Jeep twenty nine. The Jeep that's in the movie is actually the same Jeep that uh, Hammond and the other guy were driving to the park in. Mm-hmm. Really? I, fact. I didn't know that. Yep. It's not in my trivia, but it almost was. <clears throat> yep. All right. So today, if you haven't guessed it, we're going to talk about the Jurassic <laughs> oh, World. The oh, wait. <laughs> we just jumped right into this. We did. I thought it was a pretty good segue. Yeah. <laughs> Him saying the music, and I said, oh, BD Wong's the original. What's up? You should have known. Wu? His name Henry Wu? Yes. Wu. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. All right. So this is episode 105, Jurassic World, and we're going to talk about the Fallen Kingdom as well. We have plenty of Easter eggs. But not enough to talk about because we're not Mr. Sunday Movie <laughs> or the new rock stars. Mr. Skin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a second. First name four. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the website that reveals all the nude scenes in movies. Oh. We don't do that here. No, we don't. We just watch them. <laughs> and don't share. And text about them. And do text yeah. about them. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> we watch them and text about it. That's our new slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Not released in podcast form. Yes. We're going to write a book eventually with all our, <laughs> our thread. <Yeah. laughs> um. All right, release June 12th, 2015. Keith, give me the plot. Located off the coast of Costa Rica, the Jurassic World Luxury Resort provides a habitat for an array of genetically engineered dinosaurs, including the vicious and intelligent Indominus Rex. When the massive creature escapes, it sets off a chain reaction that causes the other dinos to run amok. Now, it's up to former military man and animal expert, Chris Pratt, to use his special skills to save two young brothers and the rest of the tourists from an all-out prehistoric assault. Basically a retelling of the first movie, but we'll talk but about that later. The park was open for... <clears throat> That's true. Um, ten years, maybe, according to some of the websites. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest difference. The park was already open. People were there and more bodies. But it all had the potential for this to happen. It also shows that people in movies are stupid. Yeah. Correct. We know what happens when the park wasn't open. So let's open the park (laughs) and put more people in danger. I mean, that's absolutely true. But you look at it this way. The scratch marks on the wall is enough to make them think that the thing. Just make the wall higher. It just, it, it climbed out. And in fact, it's still there. Yeah. It, it can turn invisible. Let's make a creature that does that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then it's smarter than any other dinosaur. All right. So, far. yeah. Until the people <laughs> are dumb. Yeah. People, people gets worse. <laughs> people are dumb. Yeah. Trivias. Oh, want to jump straight to that? We can do that. I mean, might as well. We'll go yeah. round robin style. New Orleans has an abandoned Six Flags theme park, which has been used for other film productions. Jurassic World created a 300-foot by 200-foot Main Street and boardwalk in the amusement park's abandoned parking lot. That's where they shot uh, for two and a half weeks. So that main strip where that the big hmm. dinosaur like, yeah. battle, the final <laughs> battle at the end took place. They built it in a parking lot for an old theme park that's all. Where the, uh, the Margaritaville cool. is. Mm. And you see Jimmy Buffett running away with his margaritas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I would love to go to this New Orleans Six Flags and like go down this yeah. where they feel like if this was still this there. This should be open. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is pretty cool. According to the website designed to look like it's a real website of the park, Jurassic World has been open since 2005. Likewise, the release of the film has been anticipated for nearly 10 years. I didn't realize that there was a website. Yeah. Yeah. Originally. It's changed since Jurassic World Fallen Kingdoms come out, but if you'd go to JurassicWorld.com, you could see it looks like you're going to like DisneyWorld.com or whatever. It's awesome. Like the really? Site, have a like, fully yeah, functional site. Yeah, that is that awesome. showed like all of the features that you can visit at the park, all of the restaurants. Like, that is there's amazing. There's a map of the layout of the park there. 
but I think that's all been scrapped, or maybe it's like archived somewhere else. But now JurassicWorld.com takes you to the Fallen Kingdom. Oh, and it's just like I'm uh, sad I missed that. It's just like trailers for the new movie and stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh man, that's pretty cool. The hologram of the Dilophosaurus in the educational center is from the original film, Jurassic Park. The Dilophosaurus footage is from when Nedry was attacked. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was alluding to. Like, they reused <laughs> so that cool. same footage, but just yeah. cut out Nedry and uh, put it as a hologram for this new. <laughs> yeah, that was really gotcha. cool. I never you can see the Dilophosaurus does not show back up in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Originally, Gray and Zach were hiding from three Dilophosaurus in the same spot. Dennis Nedry got stuck and lost the dino embryos. Zach and Gray would find the embryos in the same spot. They were hidden. Yeah, that was an early draft of the script. They would actually find that shaving cream can in, yeah. in that spot. That, that always bothered me in the first movie. Yeah. Like, they, they zoomed in on, on it, and it covered in mud. I'm like, this is going to come back someday, and it never has. If you read the books. It's in there. Yeah. yeah. That was the plot of the second movie, is going to recover that shaving cream. To recover cream, that. But they never went that way. Um, the Gallimimus. Gallimimus. Mimus. Mimus. Stampede scene in the trailer was filmed at Kaulo Ranch, about <laughs> 200 yards from the stampede scene from the original Jurassic Park. Oh, that's cool. Of course, uh, they also had the a similar hide behind a tree and yes, in it was Fallen <laughs> Kingdom. Yeah, uh-huh. probably filmed at the same spot. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. When the boys first arrive at the park, a voice over the loudspeaker advertises Chilean sea bass on the menu. In the original movie, Hammond states that the chef Alejandro has prepared Chilean sea bass for everyone. Yes. <laughs> the name of the restaurant that has the Chilean sea bass is Winston's, which is um, one of the key people in the previous film. I think is one of the. Uh, it was the someone who's the film with uh, technical works who worked on oh, Jurassic yeah. uh, oh, Jurassic nice. Park. He worked on a few of the other films, Jaws and. Something else. That's cool. So it was named after him. But, mm, of course, nice. the Chilean sea bass. The music in the trailer is a rendition of John Williams' original theme. This marks the first Jurassic film for Michael Giacchino. However, one of his first jobs as a composer was to make the music for the PlayStation game of the Lost World Jurassic Park. See, I think he will be a good transition composer from video games into movie yeah. composers. Yeah. Because yeah. he's done both. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. One of the ideas featured a group of soldiers that were genetically crossed humans and dinosaurs. Oh, God. Yeah. This was proposed by John Salis in 2004, but has been scrapped. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. It's supposed to, that was supposed to be for Jurassic Park 4. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, way back Crossbreed. They were going to just turn dinos- like half dinos, half humans. Right, because they had a, a Jurassic Park uh, toys. And a TV series that were going to be about hybrids. Mm. And so there was so many different, like, mutilations and mashes up in these toys. Ugh. And there was one that's remotely close to the main Omnisophorus. It's T-Rex and Stegosaurus and Triceratops. Let's give it a human brain while we're at it. Right. Like, oh, God. Because they all want these dinosaurs to fight in their wars. Like, that's the whole plot of these movies. Yeah. Like, let's turn them into weapons. Right? Yeah. Let's give them intelligence so that they can fight and it's such a bad idea and it's a plot it, yeah, it from, always goes from the alien wrong. franchise yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> the whole plot of the alien franchise is this um business wants to go kidnap an alien uh xenomorph bring it to earth and use it to fight in war like yeah. it's the same story <laughs> just they replaced it with dinosaurs yeah. yeah i didn't think about it like that that's a good comparison uh, so we could look at Jurassic World as being a remake of Jurassic Park. Yes. There's a lot of markers that show up to indicate that this is like essentially the same yeah. film. It's a remake wall. It's like a sequel and a remake. Yeah. All, yeah. Because it's got like brings back characters mm-hmm. and like stuff, but it also like rehashes the same almost plot. I think it's again with that nostalgia factor, like what yeah. we talked about the previous episode with Incredibles. It's like it's been such a hiatus, so they went back to the original roots because three wasn't well three received. Was yeah, as Two we talked about in our episode. Either. So it's like let's get back to the roots of what made it great—the mm. discovery of these dinosaurs—and yeah. But 
it it felt like the same movie, but it was good. I love the little hints that they threw in with all the yes, that was, the I, Easter that was eggs. The best part like the shout outs to the previous movies. I think. Yeah, right. And then of course the Fallen Kingdom was essentially the retelling of the Lost World. We'll get to that after our first beer, yeah. for sure. But I was just just yeah, throwing out they, there. they do that, yeah, and right. so. I don't know. The third one's going to be interesting because they're definitely not remaking that third movie. No, they're <laughs> no, not, not referencing that movie at all. No. I mean, if they were going to do that, maybe we can get Sam Neill on the show. Yeah. On the podcast? No. Oh, awesome. <laughs> hey, Sam. Yeah. Oh, come out. If we, had, if we had Sam here, I wouldn't be talking about Jurassic Park and asking about Peaky Blinders and <laughs> things like that. I'd but... ask him about that Taika Waititi movie he did. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah. So if we, if we can get him you know, as a cameo of some sorts, then we can have more people than just BD Wong and yeah. uh, based Jeff upon Goldblum, what, you know? how they yeah. set up the third one to happen. I can definitely see that. We'll it's that. like, yeah, right. <laughs> let's definitely. talk about the first movie. <laughs> All right. So the first movie, uh, the, the cockroach ruins everything. Uh, Vincent DeFario. He's a Men in Black cockroach. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. D'Onofrio. Yeah, D'Onofrio. So I don't know how to pronounce that it's, name. Uh, Kingpin. 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 Yeah. Daredevil. Yeah. Or um, the uh, criminal intent. Yeah, I was going to say Law and Order. Law and Order, one of those yes, shows. That guy. <laughs> I can't remember which one he I always refer to him as the cockroach. The cockroach. Oh, why'd you do that to that block? I didn't realize that was him. Oh, that's yeah, the yeah. cockroach reminded me of Luke Cage. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I, was like, Wait, I remember the character. What was the uh, water. beginning of the movie? Water. Water. Yeah. Sugar goes this way around here. It's my damn truck. truck. <laughs> 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 the station link. Yeah. <laughs> so he's basically there to try to... Turn the raptors into war machines. War machines. Yep. And he actually kind of predicts the dinosaur in the next film yeah. when he says how about we get something like that but half its size and mix yeah. the raptor blah blah yeah. blah and so he basically predicts the new uh, dinosaur he also keeps calling the raptors he or boy or something yeah. and it really pisses the raptors off that's why they eat him because yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, all the dinosaurs are girls yeah <laughs> yeah this is a general God, neutral place please thank <laughs> yeah. you uh, then the big old what is it, Omnisaurus? I didn't forget. Indominus, Indominus Rex. Rex. Indominus. Indominus tricks everyone, gets out. It's way smarter than everybody else is. Yeah, kills a bunch of people. Apparently, it can mask its body heat as well, yeah. so you can't even use thermal imaging to try to find this thing. I'm like, eh, okay, this they, is a bit of a stretch. They kind of explain it by there's an animal that can do it or something like they say like yeah. they merged it with a frog and a whatever like lizard something that size you can hear it breathing and it's freaking heartbeat yeah, it, i'm sorry but whatever it, <laughs> the water shakes when it walks yeah, so, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's not hidden in there come on yeah, it's supposed to be a lizard like a chameleon yeah. type of thing where it does camouflage it's not quite invisible mm-hmm. but yeah you could still see for, it yeah there should <laughs> be it's that yeah. big it's like, like you yeah. still see the like the trees moving yeah. or like the Grass or something moving, yeah. like it's silly. Yeah, it's kind of badly written. Yeah, yeah. And then you have Macho Man Christopher Pratt, who mm. plays Owen somebody. Yeah, mm. Owen somebody. Unimportant last name. Unimportant last name. <laughs> However, it may be a very important character. <laughs> oh yeah, we kind of hinted at this maybe in the intro. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Cold open. <laughs> yeah. So the the open. Uh, you know the little boy that uh, Sam Neil was harassing with the raptor claw. Yep, I can remember that. Yes. Yeah, so there was a there's a rumor, a fan theory that that kid grew up to be a raptor trainer and mm-hmm. someone who respects the raptors, yeah. And there's oh. really not any refu- anything that yeah. refutes it. And Ooh. when asked about it, Chris Pratt denied answering the question and said, "I like to leave the mystery or yeah. the mystery is more fun than letting you guys know <laughs> or something." So, the kid that or the the adult now that yeah. played that kid said, um, people like me don't grow up to be Chris Pratt. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, he didn't write the movie, so. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, I thought that was very interesting. About That's cool. <laughs> it's more fun to believe it. I have so many yeah, probabilities now with the, the next one. It's just oh, swimming through my brain. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. It explains it. Uh, Blue was the only character or the only raptor that wasn't named in a sequence yeah because for the raptors because you have delta and echo and 
was it Bravo or was it Charlie? I forget the names of all the Raptors, but Blue was the only one that he never referred to. I think he's supposed to be Beta or something. Yeah, but he always calls him Blue because he's Blue. Yep. She mm-hmm. is Blue. She. She. She gonna eat she you gonna next. Eat <laughs> yeah. She gonna get you. Um, You're my girl, Blue. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the kids that go visit that he has to save. Not as annoying as I was anticipating, but I didn't like the older brother. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I like the kids in the original better. Mm-hmm. They were kind of annoying, but like they were more believable as what the ages they were representing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Than these kids in the sequel or World War. You would think that, you know, that the this cool kid would be even more spooked. I sure as hell, as a thirty-one-year-old man, <laughs> yeah. not gonna go out there. But they're supposed to be all jaded from because these dinosaurs have been around for ten years, and like yeah. everybody at the park is like uninterested. That's why they're producing these bigger, greater dinosaurs. But right, yeah, it's also a kind of comment on society as a whole. We're sick of all these sequels. They got to make them bigger and better each time. Right. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, we didn't mention Claire. The oh yeah, like the other Ron Howard's the daughter, other main character, the, the aunt. yeah. yeah. Ron Howard's daughter. <laughs> yeah. She's so, like, busy with work and, like, didn't even really care that her nephews were... Right. Yeah. Doesn't know yeah. how to talk to children. Doesn't know how to she talk runs to children. a theme park for <laughs> children. Part, yeah. <laughs> and her sister was... We're like, yeah, sure. Here, take the kids. You hate kids. But, yeah, take my children in this dangerous park. Yeah. Her sister, yeah. And yeah. then her sister gets, like, ripped. Like, the worst, gruesome, most gruesome death in the whole franchise for this woman that doesn't really deserve it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's doing her job. She's trying yeah. to walk after these kids that aren't hers. And then she gets torn in half, thrown into the other pit yeah. by the giant uh, fish dinosaur. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, speaking of the it's fish. It's usually, like, the lawyer or something. That, the kid yeah. Yeah. that gets all this gruesome. But it's just, like, some random woman. So, yeah. Like, like, why? 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 She's actually, like, watching the kids yeah. and, like, doing what the ant should be doing, but... Yeah. The interesting note about the uh, animal with the the water monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a nod to Jaws with the jump out yes. of the water scene, yes. but then also it eats a great white <laughs> yeah. shark. Yeah. And there was like people commenting like, "Great white sharks are endangered. Why are you feeding them? Well, if they can recreate dinosaurs, dinosaurs. obviously they can create yeah. white great white dinosaurs sharks. <laughs> like they well, can fucking peta jumping yeah, all over like, They can genet- genetically create great whites to feed to this, I don't giant monstrosity. <laughs> oh my lord! Yeah, but Sea World doesn't wow. care about shit like that. No. So they uh, they do things like that all the time. Just look at the orca that can't swim in this cage. <laughs> oh, let's bring it down. Yeah. Uh, I think that over overall this film was kind of underwhelming. Yeah, I liked it, but I didn't. I should have loved it. Yeah, because there was a lot of the, the things that really got to me were the nods to the older movie, exactly the nostalgia. But the whole pterodactyl uh, running amok yeah. and picking people up and shit—I was like, just yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be. I think Steven Spielberg wanted that in an earlier movie, and it just. Didn't have the budget for it or something. Well, it'll, it'll That's be why just, they brought it in. But. I guess it would just be like, you know, the movie Birds from yeah. Alfred Hitchcock. It would be kind of the thing. But this one just seemed very farcical. If they could like, fly, why not leave? Like, why go attack these people? <laughs> to go, right. Like, leave the island. <laughs> yeah. Why come and attack? Like, I don't know. The whole explanation for why this dude's building the park didn't really make sense. It's like... Oh, Hammond's dying wish was to have this park built, but no, Hammond no, in the previous movie he said, said no. This sh- let this them shit be in peace. Happen. Yeah, yeah. So right. like, you try to explain it, like make this guy the villain. Then if he's like lying about what Hammond said, but no, he's supposed to be like kind of a good guy too. It seemed like yeah. So I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I kind of remember how this ends, honestly. The, the movie, raptor, the raptor, the T Rex. Oh yeah, yeah. that, that was my favorite part because it's the same T Rex yes, from the original that. movie. You can see the original three scars mm-hmm. on her mm-hmm. neck from the final battle scene. And when the kid said, "We need more teeth," I'm like, "Oh shit, it's happening! Yeah. It's happening! It's happening!" And she went in the lighting of the flare and the whole Jeff Goldblum scene and just you know so, lighting it. And I'm like, "Oh, this is happening again." The T Rex cage opens right onto Main Street. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> like what if it breaks what? out, oh like, yeah, attack everybody in the park because that wasn't very right smart. <laughs> so I'm like, "How old is this dinosaur by now? Oh, if it's the yeah. same one, and you know she still it's has the gumption to, to, to fight." Right. But I think they tried to explain that saying since. 
they, it's, been it's being fed in captivity cared and cared for that it could last longer than that. But that was still my favorite scene. And then right at the end where she roars over mm-hmm. the park all over again, I'm like, this is the star of the original yeah. movie. Right. Uh, that's right. The Indominus is attacked. And the sea monster dinosaur yeah. actually is the one who kills the Sea Indominus. monster name, I looked it up here, is the Mosasaurus. Or Moses? M- Mo- Mos- Mosasaurus. <laughs> and Mosasaurus. some paleontologists shit all over the movie and said it only grows to a maximum length of 60 feet so they made it monstrous and it doesn't feed it. <laughs> it doesn't feed on those type of dinosaurs so horse they're shit. like this is horseshit mm-hmm. this doesn't match well, up I right mean, but I'm like eh, it's that a makes sense movie. but they breed it with all these other frogs right, and yeah. lizards so yeah it's, it's definitely believable yeah but the T-Rex only lives up to the maximum of potentially 30 years yeah and it's they true. don't reach full size until 20 years <laughs> yeah so they can genetically been modify. Years old in '93. Yeah, or they pump something into mm-hmm. it to make it grow by then. So yeah, it's it's they, yeah clearly. they can make them live longer. Yeah. And T. Rex has never lived in captivity before, so they get out their life and it could be eats great white sharks, which <laughs> wasn't in its food chain back right. then. So. Yeah, exactly. better nutrition. Um, yeah, uh, another nod that I forgot to mention: the character played by Jack Johnson. The the guy oh, yeah. who wears the nerdy guy who wears the yes. shirt. shirt. Oh, yeah. He's supposed to be a uh, basically a Nedry clone because <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. he has a messy desk. Yeah. He's always making wise ass like cracks. Yeah, he is eating all the time. Yeah, but he's the true nostalgic nerd. Yeah, that he would he's be like, like me in this box. movie. Yeah. He's got all the lunchbox and his little dinosaurs lined up on his desk. I'm like, that would so be me. And be like, yeah, I'm finally working here. Yeah. Yay. Well, I noticed Claire had like the all white outfit, like yeah. Hammond. Yeah, so I think that was, that kind, was of a, kind of a, a nod. When she like takes off her heels and ties up her shirt or whatever, she does it exactly the way the girl from the first movie did it when she's like digging through the dinosaur poop and stuff. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of nods. You just gotta pay attention. Mm-hmm. But I think when she ran away from T Rex, when she called him, she was running in heels. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's the point. Somebody I talked to pointed out, like, how the hell can that woman run yeah, heels from right. a T Rex? Like, yeah. can do that. I'm like, the, the, the car was going 30 miles an hour and it was catching up with them. Yeah. And she's, <laughs> she's in heels, like, <laughs> and just happens to dodge out of the way. And T Rex, like, oh, I won't focus on you. Giant dinosaur, yeah. attack it instead. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Easy target. I have no chance at all. <laughs> oh, no chance at all. <laughs> but it was great because Indominus could, he could communicate with the raptors, mm-hmm. but he couldn't communicate with T-Rex. He was part T-Rex too, so I don't understand. Yeah, but the the idea is that the T-Rex don't have... They're just more like dominant. The, the brain capacity. I would say, <laughs> yeah, basically the brain capacity, but the, the battle formation type of thinking as a raptor would. Yeah. Yeah, and so if you have a like, it's just kind of explained. You have your main raptor who controls the fighting style, and the other yeah. ones kind of back you up. There's just that that There's for the T Rex, yeah, or whatever. And so it was one of the things Chris Pratt was like, or sorry, Owen was <laughs> like, what is he mixed with? This is important. What mm-hmm. is he mixed with? Yeah. And then they took the the battle raptors in and. They were talking. He's like, that's part raptor. And I was like, oh, oh, no. So, yeah, that was, that's exciting. Like the whole battle with against the, the, the cockroach or the kingpin, <laughs> as he calls it. I thought that was pretty cool. I hated his character. So I was happy that he died. Yeah. Um, Somehow Wu keeps escaping these situations. Right. He is. <laughs> he escaped the first movie, came back, escaped this movie. Yep. So, original, the only original person in the movies. Uh, Everybody that has survived the Jurassic Park has been in one of the sequels now. Mm-hmm. Except for one person. Or two people. Which two people? Um, Alan Grant hasn't been in any of them. He's in three. He's the three, third yeah. one. He's in Jurassic Part three, I know, but I'm talking in the the world. No, I'm saying right. they've all everybody that survived has been in one of the sequels. So. Oh, I see. Yes, I thought you meant the not in the world, the, the in, new in world. Yeah, no, I was thinking future. I wasn't thinking. Of course, right. yeah, I knew that. Good. <laughs> um, the kids from the original, they were yeah. in Lost World. Yeah, they were in the opening scene. Okay. They're at Hammond's house talking yeah. to. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Gold it, it was like. 
a well, minute and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah still counts. Fantastic. I enjoyed it. I would watch it again, probably. Let's go off the Cold Stone Creamery scale. Like it, love it, or gotta have it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, liked it. I liked it. Liked it? Liked it. I loved it. Sorry. <laughs> you uh, don't gotta have it? He owns it. So. I do. <laughs> I think, I I think I'm too. the only one that's gotta have it. So, yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> try buying, like, every movie. Yeah. Yeah. But, all right. Let's, uh... Get a beer? Yeah, we'll grab a beer. Well, uh, before we jump to the second movie, we'll grab a beer. Uh, but first, uh, we're just going to tell you about some social media happenings and our Patreon happenings. And also, we have t-shirts for sale. New logos, new things we're working so on. we got like six shirts up there now? Yeah, we do. It's uh, it's happening. Threadless. It's pretty good. Threadless.com. If you go to what is it, drinkingeekout.threadless.com, yes. you can uh, check out our, our stuff. And you can probably tell us on... Instagram or Facebook or Twitter if you like the designs or if you want something different. Uh, so, yeah. Enjoy. And we're just going to take a minor break. So, BRB. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, we're back with our in-beer. And our in-beer that we have this week is from Off Square Brewing Company. At Off Square Brewing, we strive to be just that, Off Square. We think, the, we think and brew outside of the box. Our tastes are are eclectic. Wow, our tastes are eclectic, just like our beers. The passion and exploration and imagination will come through in each batch that we brew, and we hope you want to experience that with us. Sometimes it's crisp, clean flavors. Sometimes it's a complex and wild ride. We pride ourselves on attention to detail and strive for each beer to be on point. Remember, life's a journey. Bring beer. So we have their Pink Cowbell Beer, which is a Strawberry Milkshake IPA, coming in at 6.7% ABV and 40 IBUs. If I think, if I read on the can correctly, it says this New England-style IPA was brewed with fresh strawberry and vanilla. Generous amounts of lactose sugar gives it a thick and sweet, creamy milkshake full body. It will definitely make you say, we need more cowbell. (laughs) Read the top part. You've got the fever. Here's the cure. <laughs> did you say that this was in Crown Point? I did not. I just said off square. Yeah, this is in, this here in Indiana. Northern Indiana. Yeah, it's in Crown Point. I don't think this made my list. I'm going to have to add it mm. to see. I don't know. We'll see if, if I like it. I'll add it to my list, you know? <laughs> um, episode 72, we had milkshake, strawberry milkshake from Matt Anthony. Matt Anthony's strawberry. So we'll see yep. how this compares. Yes. Can. So the can is pretty. That's pretty cool. Vibrant, you know. It's got the cow sure what, pattern. Oh, in the, the cow pattern. I was like, it's oh, cow in the background. Got a cowbell, of course. I have a cowbell. It's pink colored. Yeah, it's cool. The saying is kind of cheesy, but appreciative. <laughs> yeah. like it's it. SNL reference. Yeah. I mean, Good it old. definitely would stand out on the shelf with that did. pink. Oh, I would t- totally look at this yeah. on the shelf. Yeah, whoever bought it did. <laughs> like, oh yeah, look at that. And I was like, ooh, milkshake. I love those. Every time I see these 16-ounce cans, I like take a look. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Is this uh, you got when you went up to Chicago for yes. Hamilton? In Merrillville? Somewhere. Yeah, I stopped in Merrillville at the, uh, I can't remember, Wise Guys maybe, liquor store. It's mm-hmm. huge. It's like a I've Walmart. seen a big, a big uh, poster <laughs> yeah, of the Wise Guys. Yeah, it's the biggest mm-hmm. liquor store I've ever seen. Wow. Sweet. Great selection. Okay. Um, I will note the bottom, 628.18 is when it was canned, so... Usually there's supposed to be a little bit more fresh than two months later, but nah. we, I didn't really have a choice. I bought it about yeah. a month ago. Good enough. Well, I'll tell you what, there's no beer advocate for it, so... No rate burr either, just to jump out ahead of that train. Sounds good. All right, we're going to take a look at it. This is very creamy looking, mm-hmm. which is good. Floaties on the bottom, too. Yeah, I that's tried cool. to mix yeah, it up no. as best I that's could. That's the age. Some yep. of those clumpages. Yeah, so it's going to be really hard to like determine what it actually looks like because, I mean, it could be as dark as nine, 
but then at yeah. points it's like I don't know, like BB-8's orange, but it's also hazy in there. So I'm gonna. It's probably got some of the pinkish strawberry color. Yeah. So I, was, I like. I was down in the teens almost. Really, I was thinking. I was thinking ten-ish. I'm not sure you can go as close to. Maybe not fifteen. Ben but... Grimm, anyways. What do we have at fifteen? I wouldn't go that dark. You think that dark? I'm no. thinking like Charizard Blanca. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly where yeah. I ended up. I was thinking like eleven six. Am I crazy? <laughs> yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> look, look at it against the wall. That's why I'm always turning around because I'm like, wait, that's what you guys are staring at is the wall behind. You're talking me. Donnie's chest there? No, 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 no. Yeah, I must be crazy. <laughs> you are crazy. Uh, I was thinking Nickelodeon. I think it, it shows up a little bit different on the phone than it does on the laptop. Yeah, I need to bring my damn laptop next time. Yeah, May, I was thinking maybe BB-8 or the Nickelodeon splat, but I can see the Blanca's pants. Yeah, let's go Blanca. Sounds good. All right. If this doesn't smell like strawberry, I don't know. It does. It does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Keith's going to give fruit, this one a five. Uh, pale throws out when we're doing strange brews. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually like strawberry or cherry. It's more pear. Pear? <laughs> <laughs> like a pair of Blanca shorts? A pair of Blanca <laughs> shorts. <laughs> yeah. What does it smell like? Perfect. <laughs> no. Perfect. All right. I mean, I can, I can, I can tell. I mean, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Something like Perry, something like that for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not crazy, but I'm ready. You for this. are crazy, but not for that reason. Just, no. Yeah, just crazy for the color. Yeah. Crazy for the color. crazy for the color. <laughs> are we taking drinks yeah, we'll yet? Do it. Now this one is more milkshakey. Definitely. Than... I think it's more strawberry too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost like more artificial strawberry. Did you yeah. say they reused real ones? Fresh strawberry and vanilla. Maybe that's with the added vanilla, because I don't think the Mad yeah. Anthony one had the vanilla in it. So it oh, gives yeah. it that extra sweet. And there's... You, you definitely get a little bit of the vanilla on the back end, too, I think. Yeah, definitely. And adding vanilla, I think, is a smart move. Uh, to make because, it more of, like, a milkshake. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. When I went to Two Bandits Brewing Company and uh, tried their Thickest Thieves, it was a blood orange and vanilla. Uh, milkshake actually. It was, it was really good. And I was thinking, why don't they add more vanilla to yeah. these things? It's usually like lactose sugars or right. something. So, I don't Which know. is what this has. <laughs> I'm pretty but sure. Instead of vanilla, they add more of that. I'm pretty sure that this is the, the better of the two strawberry ones I've had. See, I think I like the Matt Anthony one a little more because I don't like strawberry. And it doesn't oh. taste as much strawberry, as strong in the strawberry realm. Agreed. On yeah, the strawberry, not yeah. so much liking it, yeah. but <laughs> I, I think I enjoyed the Man Anthony more as well. But I don't, not really sure. And I'm looking for it right now. This is on Untapped, three point nine out of seven hundred and fifty-one ratings. And it's hard to be too harsh on it when we're not drinking it like super, super fresh. fresh, right? Yeah, I gave uh, Mad Anthony a four point two five for it. This is going to be close to that, I think. Keith. 4.5. Oh, Everybody wow. else, 4.25. That's right. You can actually get this at Doozies, it said. Hmm. But I don't trust that. <laughs> it's a verified venue, but you never know. Yeah, when I went to the liquor store, the cashier was like, oh, have you ever been to Off Square? This is my favorite beer there. Like, my Every date night, my husband and I go there, and I always get this beer. So that's kind of why I... I was like, oh, this is a good choice then. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm checked in. In the interest of talking about more Jurassic World, <laughs> I'm all checked in. Uh, I gave it a four and a half. Um, mainly based on the 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 fact that I gave the Man Anthony one a 4.25. I like this one better. Uh, the first time that I had the Man Anthony one, I was there and I had it and I wasn't too fond of it. Yeah. So, could have been that batch because I've had it like three or four times there, and each one has been different. different. Yeah, yeah. So it could, yeah, it could have been that batch, and so that's kind of my reservation for that one. But this one's excellent, so I'm good with it. The the great flavor, the great, the juicy. I like strawberries. <coughs> I'm not in love with strawberries as much as people that we know, but <coughs> I do like the flavor. Pale. I give it a three point seven five. Okay. Uh, I think it's too much strawberry. In my opinion, can never have too much strawberry. Yeah, I, I think yes, you can. I think you can. <laughs> I think yeah. It just 
It definitely was not as good as the Mad Anthony. And I don't think it tasted as fresh. That Mad Anthony tasted real, like, like right off the tap. It was. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah. This yes. has been canned so, for three months, so you can't really fault it for the, us drinking it. So I guess that, I'm going to faulting it. I guess I'm faulting it. I shouldn't be, but... <laughs> Teeth? As you're taking a sip? Because I'm savoring this. <laughs> this is delicious. I uh, I matched Justin here, and I went four and a half because I gave Matt Anthony a four and a half. I would make this one a little bit higher, so I know it's not 100% fresh, but it's a little bit different than the Matt Anthony. With the lactose and the vanilla, it adds a sweeter taste mm-hmm. to it. I feel like the Matt Anthony was true New England-style IPA, is- where it was definitely hoppier. Um, and the strawberry was a lot less in that one, but this is a very overpowering strawberry and it's just like drinking a strawberry milkshake, which I get from time to time and I enjoy drinking. That's so what it says on the can and so. that's what it's it says on the can. So that's that. what I gave it. Oh. And I would give it a couple clicks higher, but I really want to try this one fresh right, to kind of yeah. compare. I mean, two months, it isn't terrible for these, but definitely with the lactose in there, you know, how long is that going to last? And, and was it hot, cold, hot, cold? Because I know you got it from Maryville, and it was a two-hour drive back. Because yeah. you were at Pill's house, <laughs> so it was probably sitting in the car a little bit warm. So It was on the shelf. Not, it wasn't. It, was, it didn't it come out of the cooler. Okay, so it was canned warm, I guess. Yeah. I, hmm. Usually, they do go straight to a fridge. Like, yeah, mostly with these milkshakes. So. Especially with that lactose in there, mm-hmm. so that's interesting. It's it just a, been. That's a why little twist. it on draft would be a good. Oh yeah, program. definitely, it definitely want to check this better. out again. Um, it's hard to find because we're kind of far from. Yes, we are. We're like two hours from the brewery from Fort Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I gave it a four. Mainly, my own bias against strawberries for being overrated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but strawberries are okay. I just think. People love them too much. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the number one fruit out there, everybody. Uh, But I think it's really good. Um, I like the Man Anthony more, mainly because it did have less strawberry and it had more of like a hoppy, like that Mm -hmm. hazy beer taste, Mm -hmm. which I prefer over the strawberries. But this, it's a really good take on the strawberry IPA. It's obviously strawberry. It's obviously a milkshake, not so much IPA. It could be like have have a little bit more beer in there. But um yeah, definitely want to try it fresh, like Keith said, and I, I'm sure I'd probably bump up that score a little bit from that. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see more flavors of these milkshakes. Yes. I yes. would like to see a chocolate milkshake IPA. Oh interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. a banana. Oh or yeah. just a plain banana. vanilla mm-hmm. or a mixture of all those that four main milkshake yeah. things. Because... 450 has, like, the mango and the peach, yeah. and they did, like, a blackberry recently, mm-hmm. and then, I don't I don't think they, oh, yeah, they did do a strawberry, but that's, like, the four. Right. Um, why can't someone make a shamrock shake? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. What about, like, a mint milkshake IPA? <laughs> isn't that what a shamrock shake is? <laughs> yes. A milk, okay. okay. I don't know. I don't drink them anymore. I don't remember. <laughs> I just know that they're I don't remember either. Uh, all right, so Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom mm-hmm. basically is the Lost, the world. Lost world. Jurassic World. Right. So do we <laughs> have a plot? Do we have plot for that? The Lost Park, Jurassic World. The Last Park, Jurassic World. Keith, that's your job. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Release date, June 22nd, 2018. Three years after the destruction of the Jurassic World theme park, Owen and Claire return to the island of Isla Nublar to save the remaining dinosaurs from a volcano that's about to erupt. They soon encounter terrifying new breeds of gigantic dinosaurs while uncovering a conspiracy that threatens the entire planet, similar to what's found in the Lost World (laughs) Jurassic Park. So... Isla Nublar is the original island. The original island. Isla Sonar is the island, the breeding islands that they made. But yeah, that was where the second one and third third one took place was on that second island where they found the family of T-Rexes, which I'm very curious what happened to all those because that was the one they brought back to the United States. Yep. And we have not seen that T-Rex or the Yeah, they just brought the original one back. So I'm very curious. Maybe they'll explore that soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, In this movie... uh, my favorite part is when they're 
doing the blood transfusion. Oh, yes. Blue. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I like that the... I don't remember the character's name. Like, the nerdy dude that... Oh, the... He's following him along with him. Basically, he reminds me of that guy in uh, IT Crowd, whatever his oh, name yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Definitely. God, I think of his name. I love that series. <laughs> I just can't think of his name right now. I just watched this movie like two weeks ago. I can't remember the character's name in this movie. Yeah, you have your, your punky bitch. Yeah. And the nerdy dude. And then... They're part of the Save the Dinos... Yeah. Foundation or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's got Dino is their acronym, but I don't remember what it stands for. Yeah, how how the mighty have fallen. You know? <laughs> uh, so they basically trick Owen and Claire to go to the island to save mm-hmm. Blue, and then leave him there to die in the volcano. My yep. question is: Okay, I understand you need Owen because he's the only one that can talk to Blue. Why do we need Claire in this movie? <laughs> because Claire is part of the foundation to save the animals. And for security clearance, yeah, and all those yeah. to get I through knew you were everything. Say that, yeah. If they can clone dinosaurs, why do they need Claire? Just like they have the technology to clone dinosaurs, just take her handprint because that's the only thing she's there for is to put her hand on the thing. Yeah, just take like put a glove on. Like mm-hmm. they have the technology to clone dinosaurs. Obviously, they well, have advanced technology. Did they get her in order to get Owen? Because they had a thing at the end of the first one, but apparently it's, Splitsville it's, in the second potential. one. So. Yeah. and also they knew that she would be a problem. So if they can eliminate her Ooh. in the process, oh, yeah. so okay. she could die a martyr oh, that okay. way. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Mm. Yeah, because point. back on board. Yeah, back on board. <laughs> Good job. Guys. I mean, I think it's I think it's uh, crucial to this discussion because it adds some layer of yeah. depth to this terrible movie. Yeah, I enjoyed watching it. I just think it was kind of badly written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like didn't make a complete sense to me. It had its moments, but it it was a stretch. Like the plot was just kind of yeah. Like, like who? Why the, would anybody want these anybody dinosaurs? Why? <laughs> right. right. You who saw the, what happened. You're right. Twice. Who the, who the fuck is this guy? Like dude from Babe. I don't know his name. <laughs> yeah. Who is this yeah. guy? Uh, oh yeah, he's been friends with Hammond all this time, but we've never seen. We've him never him seen him before. <laughs> the ones with the original the ideas. Cane, or he got the cane inherited to him. I, yeah. Yeah. His daughter died early age, yeah, so he sh- cloned her. Like, what and then the that's f- why Hammond split off from him because he wanted it for the different reasons. Of I thought they were going to say that new dinosaur had that little girl's DNA in it too. That's why they kind of communicate. Ooh, like, that's I didn't what even I go that way. Was leading to. Oh. But that's because I knew about the soldier thing. Yeah, the human, with humans. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe I, this girl can communicate it, with this They, they talked dinosaur. about it still being a potential like thing to do. And BD Wong is fucked up enough. To, <laughs> to yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know. It's It, it was... I, I would like to say it was a little campy at parts, but then it was a little far-fetched in other parts. It just... It wasn't an enjoyable movie for me. Yeah. I like that they did something new. It's not just like running around on the island. And yeah. Well, like the- bringing him to America and let him run around free. I wonder. But <laughs> yeah. like, into a house instead of yeah. into a big island, basically. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it made it more of like a horror, like mm-hmm. this guy is stalking you. Like there's just a slasher out to kill you rather right. than, yeah. than yeah. like your normal... Uh, running the dinosaurs. dinosaurs are trying to eat us. Yeah, it's a little bit different. And leaving the decision on killing the clones to the clone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like uh Well, they weren't going to do it, but nobody's watching the girl. <laughs> like, they all it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> right. So they basically allowed the clone to save the other clones. Yeah. You basically ruined America or the world mm-hmm. by yeah. lieu of not a real person. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know there was a post-credit scene until I read an article about it later. So I had to yeah. go back and like look up the post-credit scene. Yeah, it was basically and it wasn't just really a, worth it at all. It was just a pterodactyl, pterodactyl flying but it showed you in Vegas. This, they're in Vegas. I was like, "Where's this? Are they on a different island? Like, where's this house located? I never knew yeah. if it was in America, if it was on like a I think it was, had to be right off the coast. I think yeah. it was in California. Yeah. yeah. So, so kind of now sh- I know the dinosaurs are in America and yeah. not just some random other right. island. So they're all over. Um, I guess there are some notable parts. Jeff Goldblum made an appearance. So then we have B.D. Wong and Jeff Goldblum as the two people returning mm-hmm. for cameos. Uh, there was rumors that they would have an Alan Grant cameo. Uh, I don't think he wants to come back. I don't think he wants to. Yeah, no. it doesn't seem like it. Like any Anytime that he's like in an interview, he's like, eh, 
let's just move on from me i'm done right now i'm old i don't want to be running around for dinosaurs like yeah he's like the harrison ford of this yeah. f- franchise like get harrison me out of here Ford was supposed to play him in the original movie <laughs> really? <laughs> really yeah that would have been awesome it was that one of, i mean it was the same time frame you know yeah. it's yeah. you know the indiana jones and jurassic park and all those in that grouping of yeah. movies you know that he yeah he was the original who they wanted to play that character. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. That would have been weird. I know. He's got the same hat on. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's like Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones meets dinosaurs. Yep. And he's a paleontologist or, or like digging up bones. He's like, yep. it belongs in the museum. Yeah. <laughs> but here's my thing with the movie. Like, find me some real person that would want to take these dinosaurs and yeah. use them to hunt or go to war You're like just, we've seen they just they don't listen to humans they're just gonna kill you instantly if you let them out it's gonna go so wrong yeah. you put them in your army or whatever you want to do I, I can it's fi- gonna turn around and eat you yeah it's, <laughs> right you I can, can't control them i can find a person who would do that just look in the engine corporation <laughs> exactly <laughs> right yeah the people who are doing the in this movie are all worried about the dollars and cents mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so that's all that matters to them it's corporate I mean, greed yeah. That part makes sense. I could see people, some extreme collectors, billionaires, millionaires that would just mm-hmm. want to, oh, I own a dinosaur. But then the other countries coming in and be like, oh, we want this as a weapon. Yeah. I'm like, eh, how, yeah, how is black market trade, out? but. Right. I mean, other than all of that, the uh, the headbutting dinosaur, that was kind of comical. Oh, that yeah. was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I but, thought it was going to be killed instantly and that would have been sad. Just, <laughs> I know. He just once, boom, is this? <laughs> well, that wasn't worth it. It's like far past concussion. Yeah, he just kills himself. But I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about this movie. There's not much no. goes on. It's like yeah, you bring, they're on the island, the island, they save part, it, and now and they're in prison, the and they gotta free the animals. Yeah, yep. yeah. and Yay. you kind of you kind of have like uh, the uh, callbacks to the original. Our first movie with this, with the the tapping of the claw yep. mm-hmm. and the sneaking, and all you see is the shadow of that raptor first. But other than that, it's just. And on the island, you have the T Rex come out and save them. Like in the last, there are like three of these movies. Yeah, like, yep. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I'm like, yep. yes, he's gonna be beaten. <laughs> right. And you knew that she wasn't gonna die to the thing. Yeah. What is yeah. it called in this movie? The. Megasaurus. No. It's uh, It's not Indominus Rex, but it's Indo or something like that. I thought it was like Omna something or other. Yeah. I don't know. But I knew when the the movie started, when they were drilling for the old bones of the Indominus Rex, which was picked pretty clean for not that long of a movie. Yeah. All those fish got the feeding down there. Indoraptor. Indoraptor. That was pretty cool. So it's just a smaller version of it. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, there was a, a gate closure problem. Someone can't hear. Yeah. And then that that Mamasaurus or Mimosasaurus or whatever. <laughs> yes. The Mimosasaurus. The Mimosasaurus. In terms of a beer podcast, it's a Mimosasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> got away. Scott and free. you see it eating surfers later in the movie. Yeah. So it's out there still. So I can't say I'm not visiting Coldstone at this point. <laughs> I, I'm no. not getting it. No, but I'm getting to love it. It will probably be part of the trilogy that I do purchase. Yeah. Ultimately, yes. It's just, I'm, I'm very curious where they take it now that the dinosaurs mm-hmm. are loose in Vegas or California or whatever. It would like, be very interesting to see. I mean, like yeah. the whole military is going to be like probably involved, mm-hmm. trying to like protect. People and Owen yeah, and Claire it's, are going to be reason. It's going to be, no, gonna no be no the reason. whole animal rights thing. Be like, no, we shouldn't kill these creatures, yeah. even though they've killed they've, you know five hundred people by now. It's going to be exactly yeah, that. You're going to have that group. Let's save the animals. They don't deserve to die, <laughs> but they're killing you. You yeah. have to kill them. Right, these are mistakes of humans. They're going to kill humanity. One more note before I stop talking about this. There was a book reference in this movie called "God Created." Uh, God made creatures or God created creatures or dinosaurs. And it was a book by Jeff Goldblum's character. Mm. And it just goes back to what he said in the very first one where God made dinosaurs, dinosaurs eat man, mm. women, yeah. and inherit the earth. The earth. <laughs> well. And so we're at that stage yep. where the dinosaurs are eating men. Apes mm. now in the. 
yeah. into the next trilogy, like dinosaurs are now in charge and mm-hmm. humans are trying to come back and fight them. Yep. Hmm. So good point. That's where I am with that. That's all I'm going to say. Any other speculation? Should we get to our third beer? Yeah, we do the sec- second. We beer. do the the out beers and the speculations. I think yeah, sure. sounds good to me. Works all right, me. we're just going to have Sam Neil read us. <laughs> our... <laughs> that, Sam. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Sam. <laughs> we don't our... want you to talk about any of these movies you've been in. Hot that they were stuff. <laughs> If you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Pacific Beer Chat brings together a collective of West Coast beer bloggers sharing our opinions on events, issues, and well-crafted brews. We hope you will check out the podcast at pacificbeerchat.com and at Pacific Beer Chat on social media and podcast apps including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Music is by Conundrum. Welcome to Sweet Beer Chat. All right, before we jump into that beer, we actually uh, had a little point that we thought about uh, as we were sitting here pouring beers and stuff. Keith, did you have any heart feels? <laughs> I did. When it was uh, a very sad moment when the island was finally... Consumed by the volcano, and they obviously just made it in time to the boat. Right, very sneakily, pathetic. But anyway, sped a car onto the back of the boat. Right, nobody nobody noticed that at all. Um, But the brontosaurus, they were trying. They're making their way to the water, and they just couldn't go any further. And just hearing their death cries Cries, as they were being consumed by lava, and it's like, oh, why, why? Just a recreation of when it happened in the real world. That's true. <laughs> that is. It's like history tends to repeat them. itself. <laughs> All right. Let's get to drinking. All right. We have an out beer that has been out there for a while. Uh, from <laughs> Tom in the fridge. Toppling Goliath uh, Brewing Company. This is called Pseudo Sue. The single hop pale ale showcases the citra hop for a well-balanced beer that is delicate in body with a mild bitterness in the finish. Ferocious hop aromas of citrus and mango give a refreshing taste that is bright with just enough bite. Coming in at 6.8% ABV and 50 IBUs. So I do know that the pseudo Sue name here is for Sue the Dinosaur, which is the most complete T-Rex skeleton at the Chicago Field Museum which I visited when I was in sixth grade. That was a very new exhibit. That's why I had a fancy little poster I was going to go try to find somewhere of Sue. So it's the most complete T-Rex skeleton that has ever been found um, of the dinosaur. So if we just jump right into this, into the can, we can see... There is a dinosaur on Sue right there on the can. Purple and green. On a silver background. I was curious why it was called Pseudo Sue. I was curious too. But it also has um, brewing history with the Field Museum Chicago, Chicago. which is where Sue is located. Oh, that's cool. I thought it had to do with Linux. Because there's a a command called Pseudo Sue. S-U-D-O space S-U. Which makes uh, you the super... Or the... Using the S-U-D-O says, hey, give me the controls of substitute user... But if you put SU, which is substitute user, then you become that substitute user. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's what I thought it was. Gotcha. I got the wrong idea. <laughs> you nerded out too much. You nerded out a little bit too much. Hi, guys. This is the Nerd Out Deacon <laughs> Show. There's not binary code on here anywhere. <laughs> zero, zero, one, one, zero, 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 one. Zero, one. <laughs> so, Toppling Goliath is from Decorah, Iowa. Yeah, thank you. I made a trip to Iowa, not Decorah, it was Waterloo, Iowa, and Cedar Falls, and I found this at Target. Wow, Waterloo, yeah, it was at Target. Um, So it's probably sitting on the shelf for uh, years. (laughs) Oh wow, (laughs) so it's really old. (laughs) Yeah, probably. But yeah, they mass produced this. Iowa, why are they having a beer for the Chicago Chicago Museum? Yeah, that's we should be able to find this here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a little weird, but. Um, they do a King Sue, yeah. which is a um, pale ale, but it's more of a like a hazy, juicy uh, um, pale ale. Probably higher ABV. Higher ABV, yeah. Yeah. It's like a double pseudo. Yeah. 
Well, if you look at the color, Pale might be closer to the one you were thinking before with this one. <laughs> yes. Yes. He's going to say no one for this one. I'm thinking it's a four. That's what I'm thinking. Like a Tails Tails. Or a Pale Tails. Pale Tails. Pale Tails. all that shit floating in there. <laughs> That's because we waited four minutes to drink it. That's fossilized dinosaur shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The skin from the dinosaur. Been waiting 65 million years to drink this beer. <laughs> 65 million? I'm going to hate this, aren't I? <laughs> this is like a denic. This is definitely a four. Yeah. Tales, tales. Tales, tales, yeah. yeah. Yep. Good for I'm good with that one. Mm. Kind of interesting smell. Yeah. Clear it's great up front and then it's kind of mm, at the end. Mm. I kind of like that. I'm digging that. It smells juicy. It does smell juicy. It kind of smells like the liftoff, but a little bit juicier. Doesn't say anything about double dry and hops or anything. Just, just a single it pale hop. ale. Yeah. yeah, it's got a good smell. Well, this beer advocate score is going to blow your mind. Not my mind. <laughs> I already saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had months to prepare for this. <laughs> so, all right, let's uh, let's give this a little taster. Taste the roux. He actually, while you're drinking that, he actually gave me one a while ago. So I had one that's. From like two months ago. Oh, it's a little oh. bit more fresh. Yeah. Just a little bit. I didn't realize there's a lot of variations on this beer. I think this is like their beer that everyone seeks out. Well, there's double dry hop, mosaic dry, and galaxy dry of the pseudo Sioux, so they've changed it. This one, times. the golden nugget, and. Oh, that starts with a P, I think. It's like pseudo Sioux. No, <laughs> this is one. Oh. <laughs> it's not bad. It really isn't bad. Yeah. You got to give it a break because it's from last year. Not <laughs> <laughs> um, bad about it, actually. But Yeah, overall, it, I think it's a damn good beer. Well, it's world class, according to Beer Advocate. They say it's a 4.52. Wow. Whoa. Uh, 4,882 4, ratings. And it has a 7.5%... Uh, standard deviation with majority of the people saying this is a 4.5. Wow. So get this. Rate Beer has it in their top 50. It's got like a little gold star up there. It's overall 100. The style is a 100. It's got 803 ratings. And it's a average of 4.01 out of 5. Probably the highest I've seen on Rate Beer. Wow. Ooh. Untapped, it's a 4.21 overall out of... 106,000 ratings. And on Nitro, 4.52. Oh, God, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Speaking of Nitro, (laughs) did you see that the FDA released a warning against foods prepared in nitrogen, liquid nitrogen? (laughs) No. No, I did not see that. Yeah, so apparently ice creams and cocktails and all those things that are prepared in liquid nitrogen can cause bodily harm while ingesting. Oh, interesting. Because... uh, as liquid nitrogen is non-toxic, uh, liquid nitrogen is also at a very, very low temperature. And if you ingest this food or this beverage, bef- like right after they make it, then you have a chance at ingesting liquid nitrogen oh, before Jesus. it completely evaporates. Whoa. This Whoa. does not apply to natural beers, but you said it. Because right. natural beers are long past that. Oh, yes. <laughs> Ooh, that burp was juicy. <laughs> juicy burp. Yeah, that was good. That got was a pretty high growler score as well. I'm kind of upset that this down. was in my fridge and I did not drink some of these other yeah, ones earlier. I'm you could like, have been just chugging them. Drink those other two damn. that we didn't get to. That's damn. what I did. He gave me one. I was just drinking yeah. like three months ago. <laughs> he had like two four packs of this. You must. Have. How many did you buy? <laughs> we just opened this box. How did he get one? <laughs> two four packs. Yeah. I bought you, okay. You had because, two four packs. Well, my plan was to put this into a giveaway, uh, and hey. I just never. And I got that four fifty beer, and I was like, well, I think people will probably in this area want that four fifty yeah. more than like pseudo Sue. So I ended up just keeping the two four packs. You can keep it. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm about done with it. <laughs> There's no savoring here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, whoa, this is a single hop? Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> they must have added a, a ton of them. <laughs> yeah, probably. So I can definitely taste the mango. 
You can't taste the mango. Yeah, so that's good. All right, I'm checked in. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I know you checked in. I saw your score. <laughs> I know, I just... Months ago. Yeah. Checked it in again? Oh, checked it in again. again. Yeah, do we have any friends who's checked it in other than... Yes. Pale? Cat, of course, giving her trademark five. five. Is that all she does? Most I, of the time. It's kind of rare to see it lower than them. Pale, several times. Uh, Chris Leland gave it a four. <laughs> Although his beer, thing. if you look at his picture, it does not match... But then again, his can is all, like, jacked up. Look at the can he had. His is like a sticker. Ours is like That's, like, can. super weird. I don't know yeah. if you saw that. That's, like, bizarre. That is not even the same color beer. Like say, yeah, not he got a bootleg. He got a bootleg pseudo-sue. <laughs> it's a pseudo-pseudo-sue. It's a pseudo-pseudo-sue. Pseudo-pseudo-sue. The Speak put it on at a four. Hey, Mike from Pacific Beer Chat. Yeah, he had the same... Goofy looking can in the. I, are we, is that the new logo this, or the old logo? Like, <laughs> well, we, how old is this? <laughs> how weird that is. What? When did he put that up there? That was 2016. So, so maybe the same year it. you bought this beer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Probably brewed 2016. Been at Target for two years. It's been out for a while. Yeah. All right. I'm good to check in, move in, move out. I gave it a four and a half. <gasps> Pretty good, considering it's been <sighs> considering it's been sitting here and sitting in pails and then sitting at Target. <laughs> That's a really good beer, considering. And if you make you know swirl it, there's a lot of floaties unfiltered yeah. for sure. But I think it's really tasty, and it's single hop. Like I'm a fan of some single hop beers. This is a this is up there. Definitely. Overload of Citra. Yeah. I love the Citra hops. I gave it a four and a half as well. I think that's what you said. Yes. I kind of forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to – I actually checked it in before you said yours, so I didn't copy. Um, I agree. Like, it was better a few months ago, I think, but it's still really good. Um, it's like – it's almost New England style, but it – doesn't throw that on the can to no. like entice you even more. It's already mm-hmm. popular enough. Citra hops probably my favorite hop, so just throwing billions of those in a glass, I'm on board. So yeah, very good and get it while it's fresh. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. I was torn between four and a half and a four point two five. So I took it one click down just because of the lack of freshness. Um so I went four point two five. Um Super great. And if this has been out since like 2015, it was like one of the most recent check or not most recent, but the oldest oldest check-ins that I could find on here. I'm like, well, but though it looks different. So I'm very curious, like, did they have the right beer? Because I know there's four variants of this with the galaxy hops and different hops added. Um, But it's super citrusy. I enjoy it. Like I said, I was between the 4.25 and a 4.5. So if I had a fresh one. This could be pushing the five range for me because I, I really enjoy this. And I gave it a 4.25. I'm sticking with my original rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest difference is it went a little bit flat. Mm-hmm. It was even more juicy when I first had it. But I, I loved it. I loved it when I had it. Um, it wasn't quite a New England um, because it still had that. I don't know. It didn't have the mouth feel quite that the New Englands have. It's but not like a juice bomb. Yeah, it's not like a juice bomb, yeah. but it does have a lot of citrus, and it's, I mean, it's a pale ale with a lot of citrus, so I really enjoyed it. Um, I just noticed this note that I don't think anybody's mentioned. On Raybeer, it says, admin note, previously brewed as a 5.8% ABV offering, current and future batches are listed at 7% ABV per a tweak, and translating the beer to a larger 30 BBL system. Tweaks may continue to change this ABV slightly as they settle on an official end product. So maybe that's why some of the changes are, because it changed Could almost be. a whole full percent, a little over full percent in ABV. Mm-hmm. So, oh, interesting. Well, that's good. I like it. Because they're going really from a smaller batch to a larger batch in order to meet demand. All right. <clears throat> All right. Well, do we have any... Uh, Closing Jurassic Park speculation for we're on to now. Yeah, yes, I think so. Yeah. World, I mean, that's, what, that's that's where I was going with, and I kind of lost my train of thought. 
lawnmower outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my neighbor who hasn't mowed in like a month. Um, I'm thinking for this with the dinosaurs coming into the United States that it's going to be hopefully I, as much as I love this franchise, but it's been beaten to death so many times. Yeah. So let's just bring everybody back. You know, you'll get Grant coming out and kind of help round up some of these dinosaurs. Gold out of Goldblum, yeah. Jeff Goldblum actually be out there finding the dinosaurs like, ah, yes, you need to calm down um, <laughs> in his usual self. But just try to kind of get everybody on board. One last cameo with everybody in there. And then let's just agree to leave these freaking dinosaurs on the planet or on an island somewhere and let them go. Completely disagree. No, I agree yeah. with everything except for that last part. They're going to do in episode what is, six, seven. They're going to do the genetic. <laughs> with the humans humans and yeah, dinosaur breeds that's gonna yeah, be like, I'm gonna eat you that's where it's gonna end up in about 20 years I think it's yeah, uh, bring it back I think that, that they're gonna be some kind of conclusion but I do believe that there's gonna have somewhat of a Planet of the Apes style yeah. dinosaur yeah. movie where mankind brought about its own destruction by yep. bringing back the dinosaurs because yeah, even and Jeff uh, says that life and finds guess who uh, who's the president of the new world a woman Claire. 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 Yeah. Yeah. She ran that park by herself. I didn't, I didn't mean to make that sound <laughs> terrible, but he did say women will inherit the earth, yeah. so it's going to be women and dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. The women are dinosaurs. You heard this first. Are the dinosaurs or are women? The <laughs> Drinking and Geek Out Studios, <laughs> you heard this first. <laughs> women, dinosaurs. <laughs> That's what they are. <laughs> they already are. I know. All right. And they're going to inherit the earth. Indeed. All right. Good episode, guys. Great episode. Yeah. I liked it. Good one. For sure. Looking forward to the third one. Third rendition. No. Hopefully it's looking not the... Forward. I don't know about looking forward, but... <laughs> I'll watch it. We'll need to see it. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to a conclusion. Yeah. I'm looking guess. forward I to I do want to see how it wraps up. Like, now the dinosaurs are released in the wild of... The United the States. The United yeah. States. Or... And whatever other states or countries, because they were sold off and those they left that facility. So where it's are true. they taking those dinosaurs to? All right. Until next time, drink Drink up up and and geek geek out. out. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network.